Welcome to Young PR Pros on the FIR Podcast Network. Young PR Pros is the podcast for the young and young at heart working in the world of public relations and communications. Here are your hosts, Christine Darbell and Julia Kent. You're listening to Young PR Pros, episode 99. podcast for the young and young at heart PR pros looking for tips and advice on how to build and advance their careers. I am Christine Darbell in Ottawa, Canada. And I'm Julia Kent, also in Ottawa. So, episode 99 today, uh, we're getting... Uh, so we're getting really close to episode 100. Uh, that's going to be coming out in the next two weeks. Uh, so stay tuned. We have a very, very special surprise for you. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Let's just say we have a different voice joining us. Um, and this is a voice that you definitely want to listen to. So stay tuned. That'll be coming out um, very, very soon. Another few other things uh, to keep in mind, I guess less than a week from now, uh, next Monday on March 20th, Third, myself, uh, Christine, is going to be attending the University of Ottawa's Public Relations Association conference called Connect to Success. Uh, I'll be there wearing two different hats. I'm going to be on a panel um, called Getting Started in the Field alongside Darcy Boucher, who has been on the show before, as well as Natalie uh, Boviar. So if you happen to be in Ottawa or if you're a University of Ottawa uh, student, uh, I'll see you there. So make sure to, to wave. But I'm also going to be there as a roving reporter for Young PR Pros, and I'm going to be interviewing a couple of the speakers there. And one of the questions that we, we sponsored the University of um, Ottawa's conference last year as well, uh, and one of the questions we asked was, uh, what is the one thing that a young professional can do uh, to make our industry um, better in the future. We've got some really, really interesting uh, answers, and we can uh, link to that video that we put together last year in, in the show notes. But this year, we thought we'd ask something a little bit, a fun question. It was actually Julia's idea. So, Julia, do you do you want to share the question that you, this is what we're going to be asking at uh, the conference on Monday. Well, my idea was, I would love to know what comes to mind for the panelists when we ask them, what's the most impressive PR move they've seen recently? I think that'll be really interesting to really figure out, you know... Well, it puts them on the spot. Yeah, it's going to put and them... And it's going to be whatever stands out the most in their mind, because they're, yeah. they've got a mic in their face, and they have to answer. <laughs> exactly, yes. That, that's what we do here at Young PR Pro. They stick a <laughs> mic in your face, and you've got to answer. Uh, but I think the really good thing about this question is we're really going to be highlighting some of the great things about public relations and communications. There's a lot of good examples of how our industry can really turn an organization around. You know, we can really make a difference, not just in our industry, but in the world as well. So I'm going to be really curious to, to see what kind of list we can put together, which we'll put together uh, and share in a future episode. Last year, we asked, how can we improve the, the industry? And this year, we're going to ask, how have we improved it? So let's move on to today's topic. Uh, we're leaning on our friends at IEBC for a topic uh, today. So the uh, IEBC, for those who um, 
haven't heard, although you should know by now if you listen to the podcast regularly, IABC is the International Association of Business uh, Communicators, and uh, they put out a uh, an article actually yesterday, called Time to Refresh Your Career, Remember the Three Ds. Um, And uh, they interviewed an IABC fellow uh, called Mark Schumann. And he basically talks about when your career is getting a little bit stagnant or when you feel like you've fallen into a little bit too much of an easy routine, what should you be doing? So there's two things. You can look at starting a new job or new career, or some of the tips that Mark talks about in his article is how do you take your current job and revive it a little bit? And he, he uses the three Ds, diagnosis, development um, plan, and delivery. So that's what we're going to talk about um, today. So let's start with his first D. So he starts um, by saying, you know, diagnosis. The first thing you need to do is examine what is going well and what's not going so well in your career. So, Julia, do you have an example? You know, have you done this before? Have you stopped and you said, okay, I'm in this position. What am I doing well? What am I not doing well? And how has that helped you? Absolutely. Um, you know, I've, I've had a job before and I've, been, I've had to evaluate and, and uh, you know, decide whether or not I was going to stay or find something new. And I think that um, there are some signs um, that you can stumble across. And, you know, are you still challenged? Do you still have uh, something to contribute to the organization or team you're with? If you feel that you've given all you can give or taken and learned all you can from the company, that's like your number one indicator, I think, Mm -hmm. those two things that it's time for a change or, uh, and in my case, have a conversation with your superior and perhaps it's time for a promotion or a different role or a new role. Um, Oftentimes when you feel like something has to change, you're not the only one that feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Other people notice, they pick up on it. You know, you don't ever want to be in a job that you can do with your eyes closed. Exactly. The organization doesn't want that, and you don't want that for your career. No, because then, again, it becomes stagnant, and then you just end up becoming a monkey that's typing at a computer, and you're not actually, I mean, you're not helping your organization by thriving to make change in your organization, and you're also not helping yourself because you're not learning anything new. Uh, one thing that Mark Schumann says in his article, he says, just like that well-intentioned garage or closet in your house, our careers can get cluttered every now and then, mm-hmm. and we need to declutter. Uh, so sometimes, you know, that that's... Decluttering is looking at everything that you're doing, looking at that long list of projects that you're working on and figuring out what do you really enjoy, what do you not enjoy. And you know what, I mean, you have to take that kind of question with a grain of salt because we all have to do some mundane task every day that's part of our job, and we can't get away from that. It's just, you know, we're not going to love every single aspect of our job. There's always going to be one thing that we might have to work a little bit harder on. Um, or, you know, it, it's the thing that we put at the, the end of our to-do list and we do at the end of the day because we don't really want to do it, but we still have to do it, right? But when, when, it, when I think what, what Mark Schumann is talking about decluttering is really looking at the big picture and, and realizing, am I actually 
contributing like I used to, or am I just trying to keep my head above water and I'm I'm not really doing anything to change my career or I'm not doing anything to help my organization grow. Mm-hmm. So first D, diagnosis. Figure out where you're at. Figure out um, uh, what needs to be removed and if you need to move and if you, uh, and, and obviously talking to your superiors is a good way to, to start that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um his second D is development plan. So he says once you've let go of some of the items um, that you're no longer bringing value, and that could be letting go of the job as well, Schumann recommends you think about the skills and areas where you can stretch yourself. So um, I, I like this one, and I think it should be maybe a yearly, you know, uh, yearly or every six months. Well, hopefully you have an annual review with the job hopefully. that you have. And, and if you don't, I think that's something you should ask for. Personally. Yes, yes, for sure, definitely. You need feedback. You need to know what they think yeah. your strengths and weaknesses are and how they compare to what you feel your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, so one thing is to have, a, a pro- like, the... A professional or or formatted review. So you sit down with your boss and you say, "What am I good at? What am I not good at?" Um, another thing to do once in a while, and, and I like to do this, and it's I don't do it formally. Sometimes I'll do it once a year. Sometimes it's every six months. Sometimes it just pops in to my head while I'm having coffee. Um, I try to just think about some of the skills that I have and think about where I want to go, um, and try to pull out the skills that is going to help me get to that end goal. So say, for example, and, you know, young PRs can do this. Even if your um, your goal is to be a CEO one day, you know, look at the list of skills that you have and figure out which of those skills are going to help you get there. And then make sure that you're working on those skills on a daily basis. Because it's really easy to get task-oriented and, like we said, clutter up your day um, with just tasks and just answering emails and doing your work, which is always good. You need to do your work and answer your emails and answer your phone and do all that kind of stuff. But sometimes we get into this uh, routine and we we forget about trying to spend a little bit more time on certain skills that we want to improve. So if that's improving your writing skills, then making sure that once a week you put aside time to work on your writing skills. Or maybe it's public speaking, so you're putting time aside to do, you know, Toastmasters or something like that. Making sure that you don't um, you don't completely forget about you know building your career. Absolutely, and you know I've said this before, but when if you do decide to make a change, look for a job that is going to add to your skill set, that's going to teach you new things. If you look for a job that's the same as you one as the one you had before or the one you left, you're not going to be adding to your resume. And, and adding to your skill set doesn't always mean that you have to jump up a level. It doesn't mean that you're looking for the next job with more money. Or something just different. Right? Yeah. Like, you could do a lateral um, change, so go from one level to, to the and, and do the same level in another organization, but in that other organization, you're doing something completely different. You could be a social media manager at one company, and then you realize, okay, I've done everything 
in social media. I, you know, I've perfected my skills. I'm confident that I'm a good social media expert or, um, you know, good social media manager. I want to learn more about public relations or I want to learn more about media relations. So then maybe you do a lateral move uh, and you switch to another organization. Now, um, I think both Julie and I are lucky enough that we're, we're both in a position right now where we kind of do a little bit of everything. We're both PR generalists or communication generalists, which gives us that leg up. I think in our career where we're, we get exposed to so many different tasks every single day and opportunities. Uh, but it's not necessarily the case if you're in a government job or if you're in a large, cor- large corporation. Um, so sometimes doing lateral moves even within your organization. So moving from one team to another can, can really help build on your resume. So when we talk about building your resume and getting more experience, I think it's, it's, it's great to do that, but just caution young professionals not that doesn't mean go look for a job that pays more money. Right. You know, it's it's look for something that's gonna give you new and different experiences. Absolutely. Yeah. The last D uh that Mark Schumann uh talked about in his article is delivery. So when you have a better understanding of what you are working towards, you can look at ways to improve your day-to-day work. So um, recapping his three D's, you know, diagnosis, figure out what, what, what are you doing in life? What are the projects that you enjoy? Decluttering a little bit, uh, to figure out, um, you know, yeah, what, what are you, what are you enjoying? Um, and if nothing, if there's nothing that you're enjoying, then maybe that's when you make your move and, and you decide to go to another organization. You're supposed to enjoy your work. Yes. <laughs> For the record, yes, that's, that's a good note. <laughs> you shouldn't be miserable in your job. And then the next step is, uh, development plan. So now that you figured out what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy, you know, let's start to develop develop those skills, find the things that you enjoy doing, find the skills that you're really good at, and then work on them so that this way you can market yourself better in the future because you've worked on those skills. And then finally, with, with delivery, um, is, is going out and, and doing it. So um, looking at ways that you can improve your day-to-day work, uh, and, and again, that's maybe making room so that if you really like podcasting, like both Julie and I enjoy, we spend, you know, 15 to 30 minutes every single week sitting here and talking about topics that we really enjoy in the PR and communications industry. And we've carved out that time for us. You know, I like to carve out, well, I know Julia also likes to carve out, but, uh, carve out time for this as well, but I like to carve out time for reading. And one of the ways that I forced myself to do that is, um, I launched the IEBC Ottawa Book Club, which forces me at least twice a year to read a new book it's 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 finding the things it's it's carving out time for yourself and for your career but you can also carve out time for your company as well i mean maybe you're in an organization you're doing really well you you love the things that you're doing you so you've you've done the decluttering you're not just task oriented you found you know you've sat down with your boss you found the skills that you're really good at you work on those skills and then maybe the delivery actually comes and how can you make that organization better and oftentimes, if you're making an organization better or if you're helping your organization attain a new goal, you're also helping your career because that's something that you can put on your resume, that you've actually implemented something new within an organization. Anything else to add? No. I mean, when you when I first saw the article, I'm like, the three Ds, what are those? <laughs> you know, it's not – but it is a good way to remember it. It's a good way to remember to, you know, plan up your career and check in on your career. You create to check up every now and then. So exactly. make a make a mental note. Even put a note in your calendar. Yeah. 
you know, every 12 months, mm-hmm. the three Ds, and link to the article, and, and just think through the process. Um, and then you can make sure that you're on the right track. Exactly. Uh, my, my, my mentor has told me when I'm at the point where I'm, I'm in a routine and I'm doing the same thing every single day, it's time to move. And, and it doesn't, and again, it's either it's time to move or it's time to refresh what you're doing, uh, and, and switch things up a little bit and, and keep things fresh. And, uh, you know, time to refresh your career. That, that could be your little, your little note in your calendar that, that pops up every, every 12 months or every six months or however often that you want to do it. So. So we'll definitely link to uh, this IABC article by uh, Mark Schumann um, in the show notes. Um, and uh, again, uh, you know, the next episode that you will be listening to is going to be episode 100. Whoa! So make sure to tune into that one. Definitely not a show that you want to miss. Um, and, you know, thanks in advance to everyone for listening to us uh, this long and <laughs> for, for helping us get to episode 100. And let's hope that we can make it to another 100. Um, so we want to thank everyone for spending this time with us. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any uh, comments on today's uh, episode, is there another D that you want to add to the three Ds um, or examples on how you refresh your career? Um, send us a comment uh, at uh, youngprpros at gmail.com or you can leave a comment on our blog at youngprpros.ca or on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash youngprpros or on Twitter at youngprpros at Christine Darbell and at Ken Julia. Thanks and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to Young PR Pros on the FIR Podcast Network, brought to you in association with Lawrence Reagan Communications, serving communicators worldwide for more than 35 years. More information at www.reagan.com. Young PR Pros is a weekly podcast hosted by Christine Darbell and Julia Kent that covers all topics from job hunting skills, such as building resumes and interview tips, to discussions around the state of PR and communications, and how young PR professionals can shape the future of our industry. Young PR Pros is part of the FIR Podcast Network, a series of business podcasts founded by Neville Hobson and Shell Holtz. The anchor podcast in the network is the Hobson and Holtz Report, a weekly show presented since January 2005. For information about the FIR Podcast Network, to see show notes for the podcasts and to subscribe, visit www.forimmediaterelease.biz. You can also subscribe via iTunes and other podcast directories. We welcome your comments about Young PR Pros on the FIR Podcast Network. Join the conversation in the FIR community on Google+. Look for the FIR Podcast Community. Or email us at fircomments at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.